Welcome back everybody to another brand new episode of the Good Bit Podcast. Welcome in. I'm not going to lie, I'm really enjoying the current format that we've been doing, which is having a different guest on all the time, speaking about, you know, their history in the performing arts and having a favourite film and why it's their favourite film. Whereas now, that's actually not happened this week and we are back in Good Bit Studios and we are absolutely uh, digging at the bottom of the barrel, trying to get an episode done. No offence to Sister Rachel and, Ke- and Sister, Keris. Keris. I was Sister Keris, who is Rachel's friend. <laughs> We've decided that we are now performing arts. Hey, I have an arts degree. Rachel has an arts degree. Keris but has seen films. I got an A in higher drama. Let's see. It's almost a C, which is what we call each other. Mm-hmm. Keris and Chris. Well, it could be a YouTube show. It could be. I don't know who would watch it. I feel left out. We only have two microphones, so if one of the siblings sounds slightly further away, that's why. All right, so welcome everybody. We have another episode in store for you today. Thank you very much for tuning in, whether you're watching at home or if you're listening on your drive to work in the morning or if you're in the bath. I don't care when you're listening. Um, So we're actually doing an episode like this for three reasons. One, (laughs) One, because we don't have a guest lined up. So excuse me, what do what do you call us? Used to. Excuse me, why am I here then? Uh, the uh, like the normal kind of format, right? We don't have that sorted this week. Number two, uh, we've got some new equipment. Don't know if you've been noticing. Uh, this isn't an, this is an old microphone, but oh. it's got a fancy orange. It's orange, but pop shield thing because Rachel's favorite color is orange. So we've got that here, and I've got a new microphone that I'm using for the first time. I'm just testing out. So instead of just doing a random test, I thought let's do a whole episode. And I'm also recording with a PodTrack P4 Zoom recorder, which I believe is what other people use to record on the go. That's really interesting. I just thought you were going to say something. That's why. No, I was. I thought it was PodTalk, and I was thinking about how there would be a like thing on TikTok called like PodTalk. Welcome to PodTalk. But it actually says Pod. Track, track. And I'm severely disappointed yes, by that so discovery. But that's okay. Anything could happen here. Anything could go wrong. So that's what we're here for. That's why we're filming. Uh, and the third reason is because um, I just saw this 30 day movie challenge thing on Twitter or X. And uh, I wanted to start it. I wanted to start doing like one a day or whatever. There's a fly in here. Uh, I wanted to do one every day. And just in preparation for that, I thought, why don't we record our version of... The 30 day movie challenge and then Taylor's version, good bit version and Chris's version. And it's just as a preview to what's going to be on the good bit X coming up, which is at the good bit pod, by the way. Good bit X? Are we calling it X now? Well, that's what it's called. I bet. Uh, Jane, it's not called Twitter anymore. It's, if you oh. if you were to go on the laptop, that's just how old did the sound there. If you go on one of those laptop <laughs> things, if you use the interweb, you have to type in. If you go on Google Chrome, then you, you have to so type funny. in x dot com. You can't. Explorer. You can't put Twitter anymore, and they're also not no longer called tweets. They're I've, posts. Yeah, oh. I'd like to apologise for the bad language that's put in my mouth, but it makes me think of that like sound. It's like. Fuck you, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know what you did. Me, and Elon it's like, Musk. fuck you, Elon Musk, you know what you did. I think you have to speak a little bit louder. I'm not going to say that any louder. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm just, this is total trial but run. So it could be a disaster. That sounds okay. I shall yell. Okay. I shall. Eris has this covered. I shall She's project. Like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Uh, so yeah, we preview what's going to be on Twitter slash X. Um, my answers may change. But I thought I'd get Sister Rachel in to ask me the 30 questions 
and I can prepare my answers and then Rachel and Keris can chime in with their answers yeah, as well. Good luck getting us to not to give our input because... Well, since you're here, Lil C, you can tell me, we were just seen a chat about this before we started recording, do you have a favourite film? I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? Yeah. I thought we were talking about how you never had a favourite film. Oh no, she said she doesn't trust people who don't have a favourite film. I do have one. Should be a message out there to other listeners who don't have a favourite film. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? Get what are you doing? Film? What's your favourite well, film? Mine is The Ten Things I Hate About You. That's actually a fair shout. Yes. And what? also been an episode on the Good Bit podcast. Has it? It has, because that's why you watched it. Oh, it wasn't an episode of the Good Bit podcast. Do you know why I watched it? Because w- you can, you can do need to keep refreshing that. We're, just be- <laughs> we're being helpful. Okay, that's fine, thanks. Um, the reason that I watched it was because that was going through my oh, Disney no. Plus phase where I decided I can't decide what to watch. So what I'm going to do is just go on to Disney Plus, click Movies... And just like watch everything in order, oh. starting in alphabetical order. So it's the numbers first. Oh, so yeah. I started off with 101 Dalmatians. Then I watched 10 Things I Hate About You. Well, it was all the way around. It was 10 Things I Hate About You first, then 101 Dalmatians. And then I realised there was a 101 Dalmatians 2. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually called, called 102 2, Dalmatians. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't watching that. So I just gave <laughs> up. That was all I watched. That was it. But now, <laughs> but now the cinema has shown 101 Dalmatians. And I think... We should take that as a sign that we should do this. Yeah, I think we should. Um, there's actually well, that was before Star was added mm-hmm. to Disney oh Plus. So, much so more there's now. so much more, and it's so, so many like B movies. Not to be confused with the B movie, which by the way is so underrated. Apparently, so it was so actually good. on TV when I was in London earlier oh, this Barry this year, and I'm sitting there watching it, going, "How funny is this movie?" I love Barry B Benson. Is that the name? <laughs> yeah, Barry B Benson. I obviously there's watched not it. Not like a whole lore about like. Freddie Benson's mum from iCarly and like the B <laughs> or am I making that up there is a whole like thing with that isn't there I don't know I've never heard that is before Freddie like, Benson is it not something about like his dad was actually the B from the B movie or something oh, that would make so much sense I don't know but also the thought left my brain okay I'll let you know if it comes back well the B movie I watched when I was really young and I hadn't watched it in years and it was just on and I was sitting watching it just laughing away I used to oh. have merch like B-movie, B-movie merch, merch. Like my, I had like a pencil case and like a full on like notebook. <laughs> I loved it. You used to, what happened to it? Did you throw it out? Yeah. Uh, I bet when you bought that you were buzzing. Oh. What were you going to say? I was going to ask what a B-movie is. Like because you said oh. not to be confused with the B-movie but all I was thinking about was Barry B. Benton. So a B-movie would be something that's like straight to DVD or like before Netflix or Disney Plus was a thing that was just streaming. Now stream is a thing. Is so the silence from the 2001 babies that are like, <laughs> we're like, things I'm that think weren't. Of an example. Um, so technically, like so Netflix originals. Yeah, but is now you, you can't call them B movies now because like they're big blockbuster things. You know what I mean? Like an A movie would be like Avengers or like a big movie like that. A B movie would be something that's not like that. So mm-hmm. technically, High School Musical and Camp Rock oh, mm-hmm. were listed as B movies because they were straight to TV. Um, but obviously, then they're, they're you know an exception. But um, yeah, that's what that would be. No okay. pun intended. I understand. Um, so yeah, ten things I hate about you. Good shout. Mm-hmm. Is it a particular reason why it's your favorite film? Is it that scene at the end? Is it <laughs> is it a thing that was his face? Heath Ledger Heath dancing Ledger. down the stairs. I mean, he looks amazing. Let's not. <laughs> is this be. peak Heath Ledger or is that Brokeback Mountain oh, or The Dark Knight? I, I haven't seen that, unfortunately. Mm. Sorry. So it was quite peak. He looked great in it. And then I absolutely, I don't even know their names, like the actors' names, but I love. Um, Thing, um, 
You need, boy. You need to use the microphone if you want to speak. The one... Oh, what's his name? Joseph Levitt. Joseph and Gordon Levitt. Is he in it really? Did I say his name backwards? Backwards, yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Is that right? Okay, him. He's in it. He's the other main character. He looks great. And yeah, then the the two women leads are amazing. Um, the speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you... Amazing. I feel like you're quite like Cat. That's her name, isn't it? Yeah. You're quite like personality-wise. Personality-wise? Keris- <laughs> yeah, Keris is a bit like her. And I see it. That makes she's sense. Quite, she's quite bold. Very feminist. She's, she's like, a bit of a party gal. Yeah. Not really. Fun. She's quite, quite introverted, but when she's out there, she's out there. That That is kind of you. Yeah. So. yeah I'm doing it now. <laughs> that's um, probably why okay good show maybe I'll have to rewatch it and then we can do it on the podcast as a full episode I need you to speak about it for a whole hour could you do that yeah okay. I need to rewatch it I'll get their names I'll research okay that's right <laughs> learn their names <laughs> it's my favourite movie guys I don't know but <laughs> I'm, I'm bad with actors like I'm terrible with actors you're Not quite bad with like names and like knowing stuff but I'm quite bad with like the fa- like I'm bad with the faces mm-hmm. so like you could be like I know they're in something I just don't know what and I'm like I've never seen this person before in my life Rachel's got this thing prospanganosa where she not doesn't actually, remember we're not actually diagnosing me with this people's faces I think, I've, I think I've got the reverse of that which is I feel like I recognise people I feel like I know people mm-hmm. and I've never met you <laughs> so whatever that would be prospanganosa I don't know what that means no but that all stemmed from well, I always thought it. But when we watched The Prestige, um, <laughs> no, well, is that a Christopher Nolan film, yes. right? And it has Christian Bale in it. And Three every times. every single time Christian Bale was on the screen, I went, "Who's that?" And Chris was like, "It's still Christian Bale." No, was just this with a mustache before or after we saw the Dark Knight trilogy? This was in before. the cinema. This was before. We we saw Batman Begins and the well, Dark Knight. I'd, I'd at the seen cinema. it before, but like yeah. a long time ago, and like I knew who Christian Bale was, but just not like I wasn't like you know yeah. obsessed with like the way I would like if Sebastian Stan came on the screen, I'm not going to get mixed yeah, yeah. up. I've seen everything that man does, <laughs> but actually I haven't. I haven't seen Bumpkins, which is um, Pete Davidson's show, and he's in like one episode of, and I haven't seen Dumb Money yet, which is I don't that even the new one? Out, but we have to go, even though it looks a bit frightening on it. But all right, beside the point. Well, that's fair enough. Um, I don't know how we got into that, but there you go. We're talking about my Pros I was going to ask you as well, um, I know this, but I'm going to pretend that I don't know this for the benefit of the episode. What have you been watching recently? Uh, have you been watching any <laughs> TV shows? Have you been binging anything? That's me setting up the softball for this next story. So, once upon a time, there was a show called Criminal Minds, and I put off watching it for a very long time, and then I finished Gilmore Girls, and I was like... There was like a hole in my life, and I was like, I need to watch something. So then I picked Criminal Minds because wonderful Iona Deveni, who's regular guest on the podcast these days, she is one of her favourite shows. And so she was like, No, just watch it, you'll love it. And so I started it and watched 15 seasons <laughs> in like three months. <laughs> and I just finished it last night, except for um, like, there's like the whole what's it even called? Evolution, I think it's called. Criminal Minds Evolution. And it's like a revised version like after COVID, basically. It's like, we came out in 2022. Um, but yeah, that was a, that, I didn't really realise I was at the end and I just yeah. kind of accidentally did. And that was a bit traumatic for me, actually. So, did you watch the 2022 one? But I watched the first episode this morning. How many episodes ready. are there? Is that a whole season? Ten, I think, so far, which is season one. And then I think that's it. But then there is more coming out, but there's a whole writer's strike just now. Right, so and you're not liking the yet. fact that it's slightly different than before. I don't like that there's no theme song, even though I skip it most times, it feels wrong. And it's filmed differently. It's filmed like, it's kind of shot like a film, I think, like a movie, rather than yeah. 
a TV show. I don't know. Like you can tell it's shot differently. I think it's got more of a budget. It also came up saying Star. Oh, okay. Maybe, start, that, maybe that's it then. Um, which it didn't used to do because it used to be like. I mean, it's been on since 2005. Yeah. So. But I totally know what you mean. I don't know what that's officially called, but there is a difference between watching especially 2000s TV shows as opposed to like big mm. blockbuster movies. So that's absolutely it's a thing. Like, it also, this sounds so like dumb, but it's like. <laughs> how do I explain this? It's like longer. Yeah, do you wide, know what I mean? Widescreen, yes. Yeah, yeah, like it's not as. Like, it wasn't ever like full. Like, I was watching my iPad, for example, right? And it wasn't like taking up the whole, because obviously you can zoom in or whatever. But. It's like, I don't know, it's like thinner. Widescreen, Odd. also that's the aspect ratio. This is getting really technical <laughs> it's here. very strange. Some films are thought, uh, are shot like four by three ratio. It's all different things. Yeah. But it's probably just because like, um, it'll be a different ratio for Disney Plus and it knows, yeah. after 2028, it knows it's going straight on there through yeah, stars. So. I suppose it's not, I don't know if it's necessarily made for TV anymore. It might be only streaming, whereas it used to come out on TV, I presume. It's like made for Disney+. Plus. What was the production company that had it before Star produced it, do you know? No, I don't Maybe know. if it's like I'll look Warner it up. Brothers or something like that. No, you I don't need to look it up now. I want to look it up, though, because okay. you've made me it's curious. It's going to slow us down. I don't know. Yeah. No, you keep talking. Okay, well, there's Criminal Minds, which is what Rachel's been watching. Um, there's a little show out there right now called Succession uh, that myself and Iona were watching. And Iona and Rachel, and I don't know, I'm sure Keris as well, are what you would call bingers of TV shows. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just because of like an attention span thing with me or if I just like attention to detail. I don't know. I just, I've always preferred watching a film. I'd rather, you know, to sit there and watch a film rather than loads of mm-hmm. one episodes. Yeah. I like to, you know, start, middle and end. Okay, I've watched it. That's it. Done. I'm not like on episode seven of season 13 or whatever, right? Which I think is more up kind of Rachel Street. Um, but Succession has four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Not long, 10 episodes per season, right? I just spat on the microphone, the brand new microphone. <laughs> um, so that would normally, t- it would take the average TV watcher, you know, maybe a- if you're watching a season a week, it's gonna take you a month to watch this mm-hmm. show. Um, and this show is amazing, right? See the acting in it and the script and the story's great and stuff like that. It's had so much buzz as well, which is something I like. It helps me through TV shows when it's got a bit of buzz. Um, and I've still not finished it. We, we spoke about it five weeks ago on the podcast. I said, oh, I'm on season two or something like that. Uh, I'm, st- I'm now on season three, and I'm nowhere near <laughs> finishing it, right? Um, Iona's like dying to watch it. We, we decided we're going to watch the last season together, and it's just I'm just letting the side down massively. And I think what the problem is, um, there's no... Apologies if anybody's like a massive fan of the, sh- the show, but there's no real likable characters. Like, they're all horrendous people, right? And that's 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 <laughs> kind of the plot, right? It's a terrible kind of wealthy family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, like, what's the succession going to be in the family? That's kind of the storyline, right? But it's so, like, dialogue heavy, loads of business words, loads of politics talk. So when you've got the show on, you really need to be watching it, mm, yeah. Yeah. right? It's not the type of show you can just throw on. That's how I used to feel with Peaky Blinders. I know you tried to watch it as well. Yeah. And, like, you just didn't finish it because it's, like, I feel like you can't put that on in the background. Like, mm. if you miss one thing, you're like, what's going on? Who's that? What are they saying? Like, I literally need the subtitles for it. Yeah. I watched everything with subtitles, but half the time I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about or, like, what's coming out their mouths. So that's kind of slowing me down, I think. Yeah. But I do want to watch it. I did promise I would the next time she was on the podcast, which in theory should be next week, that I would have finished it and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So she's so going to shout at me. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm watching just now. And of course, Ahsoka, which has started um, on time of recording. Episode four is out. 
I'm yet to see the newest episode, and I believe they're showing episode five in some cinemas. Yeah. Even though it's only on for 49 minutes. And some of that one. That is random. Yes. Uh, anything else you've been watching? Any films recently? Okay, I just went and saw Elemental today, didn't you? Oh, did you see Elemental? I did, yeah. What did you think? I thought it was okay. It was Coming to Disney Plus on Wednesday. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at some point, I feel like they've repeated the same message. I think the message for mm. kids was very good, though. Mm. It was like, everyone yeah. can mix together. Yeah. You know? Like, that was the kind of message it was given. Inclusion. And it was very cute. A very cute little film. Quite a pretty film as well. Yeah, like, I thought... I thought it was one of the prettiest, like, they really outdo themselves. They really outdo themselves with, like, it being really pretty and stuff um, on the screen. But I do agree that it wasn't, like, my favourite I've ever seen, but I also did really like it. I think it made up for it that it was pretty and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't my favourite Disney film, but I did like the message and it was pretty and it was was cute. It was really cute. Yeah, I thought it was really cute. The wee water guy was so... Oh, there was a... We should also shout out, there's a character in it called Lake... Who's like made of water, and we have a wee cousin called Lake, and so that was like we were like, oh, yeah, we have a wee cousin called Lake, then we didn't know where that name came from, so then it was nice to see that in kind of like pop culture. Mm-hmm. But we also have learned that we there's a film called The Good Dinosaur, mm-hmm. which I've not seen, and the main character or the name of the dinosaur, the dinosaur, it's called Arlo, and that is our newest our baby cousin cousin's name. name. So, so what's his name in after films? I know, apparently so, and. Oh no, never mind. I was going to say Arlo loves dinosaurs, but Arlo doesn't. Arlo's like a like baby, w- baby. Old, yes. I meant Lake likes dinosaurs, but. Lake does like dinosaurs, so shout out to the wee cousins. Shout out Lake. Who are clearly listening. Uh, Alright, well, I've got a feeling this might take away. I'm not going to try and linger on the questions too much. I've started a new kind of segment on the good bit, which is a quick fire QA, just 60 seconds on the clock. Let's rattle through them all. We're not going to do this in 60 seconds. Um, but. Uh, I'll try not to take too much time on each question. You guys can chime in as well if you know an answer. Um, and this is a wee preview of what's going to be on the Good Bits Twitter or the Good Bits X account coming soon over the next couple of weeks or the, over the next month, I suppose, for the 30-day movie challenge as Rachel takes a sip in a Spider-Man straw and the cherry Coke that I bought today. And it's a Stormtrooper glass and a Spider-Man straw just in the mood for films. Just in the mood for films. I realize you probably didn't hear it. Didn't like hear it there, but it was a Stormtrooper glass and a Spider-Man straw, in case you missed that. <laughs> really important part. You have to go and watch the video version for proof. Yes. Right. Hammy, what is day one? What is the first question? Uh, the first question is a movie that reminds you of your childhood. Good one to start off with. Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> don't don't hit each other with microphones. Uh, good one to start off with. I think this... A lot of these questions, I was looking through them earlier on, a lot of these questions, there's not just one answer. There can't just be one answer. Yeah, no. There's not one movie that reminds me of my childhood. It depends what you're talking like. Do you mean childhood going to the cinema? Do you mean childhood watching Disney Channel? Do you and mean like... What age are we talking watching like... Mm. Yeah. This is why I'm not good at things like this. I'm an overthinker. How about like the first film you remember as a child? Okay, that's fair. The first film, I always talk about this, the first film that I went to the cinema to see is Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, me too don't necessarily remember the film itself in the cinema i mostly remember me and the other kids that were in the screen mm-hmm. running up and down the steps right, right. if i was in a film now if i was in a film now and that happened i would be furious yeah. i can't even get through a film with someone coughing or sneezing well, there was a wee boy um watching elemental today and he was like mom i'm gonna take my shoes off is that all right and i was like oh my god please take oh, them no. off and <laughs> shush so I think distractions in the cinema. Um, 
I think this is also you could look at this question as like when you see the film is on, do you think of like a particular time that you watched it with like a grandparent or a cousin or something when you were a wee? You know what I mean? Um, when I first saw the question, I thought of the Simpsons movie. Okay. But that would have came out in 2007, so I would have been 10. So mm. we thought, that's still childhood. Yeah, childhood. That is childhood. You know, yeah. the Simpsons movie. I, I was working recently in a school and uh, the, the pastoral care teacher in the school was like, oh yeah, the younger kids, they get a bit wild in this room. So at lunchtime, we put on the Simpsons movie. Aww. <laughs> I thought that Aww. was really Good awesome. way to calm them down. I don't know, like, I mean, the obvious answer would be High School Musical, but then it's like... Is that going to be an answer to another question? Most likely. It most definitely will it be. It most definitely will be. So then I feel like films like um, Ice Age and Shrek and stuff yeah. that they used to play in school, like whenever it was school like last rock. day, like before like Christmas or whatever, and they'd like shove on a film, usually maths for some unknown reason. It was usually always Ice Age or Madagascar. <laughs> That's what that was like, <laughs> what I remember. Yeah. Madagascar. For Did some reason. reason F- films that I can remember being played in school, right? Madagascar and Ice Age, mm-hmm. School of Rock, Drumline. Do you remember that for music? That no, I no, we watched. What was the one we watched with Mark Ruffalo? Songs and lyrics or something? Music and lyrics. Music and lyrics. Is that but that's called? not Mark Ruffalo. That's um, Hugh Grant. Is oh. it Hugh Grant? We watched one with Mark Ruffalo. Well, we're going to do a Google search because I've never heard of music and Mark lyrics. Mark Ruffalo is that not the one that's thirteen going on thirty? Well, I, I don't think that was in school, but that is in that. So it was called music, film. music and lyrics, two thousand and seven. Oh, Drew Barrymore. We, we I love this film. We watched this in music. Cora Cora and the music. Oh, the music. Kenneth, that's good knowledge because it's both Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant. Do you know what else reminds me of my childhood? I know we're still on the first question, which is like we need to move on. We should do a whole episode on each question. But <laughs> bend it like Beckham. Oh bend it like Beckham. Maybe always we watched on. it in yeah. RMPS. Oh, cool Runnings Sorry. was always on. Mm. Um, another one that I just remember randomly from Sorry. from primary school was Johnny English, right? Okay. And oh. they they swear oh, yeah. once in Johnny English, and he goes bastards, right? Yeah. I and I remember I went to the toilet, right, and then that that line happened, and I came back, and all my friends were like, "I can't believe you missed it," <laughs> as if it was like a big deal. Like. <laughs> uh, so those ones, oh, another one, just you have no idea what this is, but. I, very very early memories a film called ready to rumble and it's a film with david arquette it's about it's about wrestling right so it came out in like the peak of wrestling in the early 2000s i think it was to, actually 2000 or 2001 it came out and i remember watching it like annie linda was up one night and we had it on the tv or whatever i had no idea what the film was uh-huh. years later i'd like search on google for this film i had no idea what it was called i didn't know who was in it uh-huh. and then she just I stumbled across it one day and it was like a total like come to jesus meeting where i was like <laughs> I was like, that's the film I've been looking for since I was like four. Um, ready to rumble. So there you go. Just one last mention, probably Good Burger. Good Burger, Because yeah. like, when else would you watch that? Drake and Josh go you Hollywood. Know? We could be here all night, Dom. Right, okay, let's, 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 let's go through it. So day two. Uh, movie with the greatest opening scene. Right, so I'm glad this one came up because me and an actor, Sean Connor, were talking about this the other week on the podcast because his selected film was Inglorious Bastards mm-hmm. which is a Tarantino yeah. film from World War II, not from World but it's about <laughs> World War II, um, made in 2009 amazing film and we were talking about how we think that might be one of the best opening scenes ever and then I googled what are the best opening scenes and we had there were a couple of options on Google were like The Matrix and I have no memory of the opening scene Raiders of the Lost Ark Indiana Jones film that is a great opening scene what about you? I don't know if I'm just answering this by default. You'll know what I mean once I say this. But I would say the two ones that came to my head was Dead Poets 
I think because I've seen it so many times. But it's Dead Poets Society. Oh yeah, sorry, Dead Poets Society, the, f- the formal name. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know why that. It just always sticks in my head. I think like it very like sets the tone of the film. Like you kind of. It's very know. important, yeah. And then also I thought of Tangled. But I don't really know why I thought of Tangled because I honestly can't really tell you what the opening scene is. I'm sure it's like her and like her mum's brushing her hair. Most likely. Oh, sorry, that was loud. Sorry, any headphone users. <laughs> what about Elf? Oh my god. What's the scene in Elf? It like opens with a book and he's yeah, like telling he tells the, story. the story. Do you not think when these questions come up though, you immediately think of your favourite films though? That's what I'm saying. Like by default. default, I'm saying Tangled and Dead yeah. Poets, but I'm like, surely there's something else. And speaking of that, um, Pulp Fiction, can't believe I forgot about Pulp Fiction. Open scene is amazing. It's just a simple conversation between two people that ends in like a, a robbery of a cafe that leads to like a climax of the film. It's so good, man. So yeah, a couple of good opening scenes in films. What's number three? Your favourite movie um, from before 1970? Really hard question. That's I couldn't, a really obscure question. I'm trying to th- I was trying to think of some. Um, like yeah, we're Googling again. Old films and stuff like that. Uh, and I was thinking of like the Hitchcock films that I've seen because I have that classified, no, it's not classified, it's called Classic Collection Blu-ray that Rachel got me for my birthday a few years ago um, and his original films are from like the 50s and that sort of thing so um, yeah there's one called Saboteur, uh, The Man Who Knew Too Much, um, there's things like this that I wouldn't necessarily say oh it's my favourite film from before 1970 but these are just a few that pop into my mind that I've watched and enjoyed. Things like the original Disney films. Oh, yeah. Like all the original like um, animation films like Cinderella and all that. I'd yep. probably answer that because I probably haven't seen a film before 1970 other than those. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's absolutely fair. Like the Jungle Book, the original mm-hmm. Jungle Book, things like that. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. You mentioned Elf Christmas films. There's a good one from 1946, I think. I don't think I've seen that many from before 1970. Like I'm thinking of like... Not that they're like my favourite films or anything, but like Jurassic Park and like things like that, and they're not before nineteen seventy. No. Like I can't like think of Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything from What about Psycho? Nah, wasn't that impressed, which is always like very bad I think maybe I'm just a bit desensitised to that though because like I've watched like Bates Motel growing up and stuff, so like I don't know whether Psycho Yeah. I should have probably seen that first and like had that impression. Yeah. Um I don't know. I mean, I, I think the only one that came to my head was um, Streetcar Named Desire, but I don't uh-huh. know whether I would say, like, I love that film. That's what I mean, but, like... But, like, I've seen it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is it, like, none of Star Wars is 1977 even, is the first one. That's, like, it's a really hard, like, yeah. obscure thing. Like, I'm, I'm just trying, trying to search classes, like, Alien, for example, 1979. From the 60s, even. You know. Um, yeah. Welcome to the 60s. I was just thinking about Hairspray. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. But obviously that's not... Thanks for that, Karis. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I, d- I mean, it's not that big, but let's I'm sorry, but let's just move I on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what are we on now, day four? Day four, movie with your favourite character. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's really easy to just go with, like, you know, I love Marv from Home Alone and stuff like that, right? But I'm trying to think more deep than that, you know, like a favourite a favorite character. And I thought maybe Marty McFly is a good shout, you know what I mean? Um Obi-Wan Kenobi, probably, yeah, you know what I mean? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so things like, like big ones like that, probably, I'd probably say. Yeah. Um, but yeah. My like, default is, of course, any Marvel film that has um, Bucky Barnes, and I was going to say Sebastian Stan, yeah. but Bucky Barnes is like my all-time favourite. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if Bucky Barnes is your favourite character, then, then you've got fine. any Marvel film. And like, 
Oh, Goblet of Fire with um, Cedric Diggory, of course. Yeah, but is he a favourite character though, or is it more so you just like because he's so handsome and you like Robert Pattinson, or is that like the actual um, Cedric character? Do you know what? I think a lot of it stems from that Hufflepuff isn't really in any film, but then that's quite yeah, Hufflepuff centric because of Cedric. Um, but I do love the character. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm sure there could be plenty more. Yeah, so many. Mine so many great characters. Anything with Loki in it in the Marvel uh, series, and it did start off with because he was kind of good looking and my type, but then it actually like developed. Like he's just, he was just, he was just about to like become <laughs> good, like just, and yeah. then he just. And not to offend Rachel here, but I do, I do think Loki really. probably has more layers than Bucky Barnes does because he's got all these different in kind ways. Of, yeah, you know what I mean. So I could probably buy into that, but um, Bucky's a great character. I think it's because what he does, what he done wrong, he done it. Like whereas, yeah. like um, Bucky was brainwashed and it wasn't his fault. There so, you like, go. You listen to this. He's now just been left to deal with that. Whereas like Loki knew the consequences and knew like what it would become turning good, and then he was ready to do it. And then bye bye, <laughs> bye bye. That sounds good. Right. What's up next? Movies you wish you'd seen on opening night. This is a good one. Um, any of my favourites. You know, I mean, any of my classics, favourites, I guess the go-to answer, I'm, it's probably Star Wars, probably going to come a lot, but the very first Star Wars film, right? Mm-hmm. Because I just can't imagine people, there had been like sci-fi and like fantasy shows and stuff like that, like Star Trek, the original series was in 1960, right? 17 years before Star Wars. How crazy is that, right? Yeah. The TV show. But the TV show didn't end up being particularly popular. That's why it got cancelled after that. It was like 60 episodes. And when they saw the success of Star Wars, then they made the, the Star Trek films, and they what well, we can do yeah. films like this or whatever. So Star Wars kind of changed it. So I can just imagine people who were like the, the, the average like cinema goer, someone that didn't know about you know whatever like, all these other sci-fi films and stuff like that from before 1977. Can you just imagine going to see Star Wars? Like it's about this farm boy that like somehow meets this kind of master guy that has special powers, but this he was back in his boy. prime, <laughs> and then he goes to rest. To rest. So he goes to fight this guy dressed in all black with a helmet on that speaks with like a mad breather thing and they have like light up swords and can you just imagine seeing that being like this is not the norm so yeah I'd probably say like the first Star Wars 1977 would be a good one mine would be Endgame and Marvel and Marvel will come up a lot and it's fully because I didn't watch any Marvel films until 2022 crazy right yeah 2022 not 22 and I've now, like, I've now seen all of them. I've, yeah. I'm behind on a few TV shows, but <laughs> Aren't I... Aren't we all? Literally. No. I cannot <laughs> imagine watching that in the cinema. That would have been the best experience of my life, and I wish I was there. I wish I, like, well, tuned into Marvel before. Yep. You'll be there for Secret Wars, though, which is, like, the equivalent of Infinite War and Endgame. We're going to have the whole, like, everybody's in it, and mm-hmm. it's, like, a pure, like, two... Not a two-parter, but it's, like, one of those... You know how, like, Infinite War and Endgame kind of link? Yeah. It's, like, a whole, like, build-up yeah. thing. So at least we'll get to experience that, but that's a long time away. Long time away. In a galaxy far, far away. Um, I probably was also going to say Endgame because we didn't go opening night. Yeah, but, but we didn't close enough. Also... I don't know if I would have found that a bit weird. I don't really want the cinema noisy. I want the cinema quiet. You want my, it to yourself. Like, Dad's very determined that, like, he was like, I wish we'd went to this because we would have seen all the reactions. But, like, we went maybe, like, I think it maybe came out on, like, the Wednesday we went the Friday, something like that, right? It was probably even just the day after. It was something like that because it was our last day of school. So we were definitely in school. I think it was maybe, like, a Thursday or something. And um, 
we went and saw it and like it was still noisy like the people were still yeah. cheering and crying and gasping and all Clapping. of that stuff so i don't know to be honest what i would maybe the first harry potter film yeah which I'm I, saying that as like I saw the next question and okay. like also is going to be Harry Potter. Right, go for it then. Let's move on. Um, but I think first Harry Potter would be, especially if you'd grown up reading the books, like if you'd waited for the books to come out yeah. and then because the books weren't done like when the first film came right. out, so it'd have been quite fun to like what see how they adapt read it. the books. You know what I mean? You I know. know. Like seen it and I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but, but the day six question was a movie you've seen more than any other, and I think. Harry Potter probably is up there. Probably First Avenger, uh, Captain America, and Perks have been a wallflower and Deadpool. It's like they're the ones that I would rewatch yeah. constantly. It's I think probably they're them. all probably good Rachel answers. I think the easy answers are like the Christmas films. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Elf. Yeah. Slightly cheating, you know what I mean? But like we have seen them probably more than anything yeah. else. Uh, I'd probably say Jaws is probably the one I've yeah. seen the most. Oh, gosh. Probably I've Jaws. recently just seen Barbie three times in the <laughs> cinema as well, so probably yeah. that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Oh, yeah. Um, day seven, a movie you can quote every line. Probably <laughs> going back to the <laughs> films you were just talking about. Uh, I don't think there's one single film I can quote every line. The closest I think I can do is probably Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. I think genuinely the, like, four I just said. Yeah. Like... Fine. Pretty much. The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Grinch. Listen, man, like, see Elf and stuff like that? <laughs> you actually can't quote every line. You know, those yeah. Christmas films. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ah, mm, <laughs> that's it, I'm not going. <laughs> thought she was about to break into song there. She is. No. Right. right, keep going. On uh, a roll here. Day eight, movie with the greatest acting performance. Ooh. Nah, I mean, this is so subjective, man. It's like, how do you pick one... Um, of the history of cinema and all the films you've seen, you know. Um, recent films that immediately came to mind, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Margot, um, well, well Margot's great in it, but I was thinking of um, Leo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt together. They're mm-hmm. amazing together, um, especially Brad Pitt. I think it's one of his most underrated things. Um, so I would probably go with that straight off the top of my head. It's definitely not the. I mean, let me just put this on record. It's not. I don't think that is the greatest acting performance ever. Can I just make that clear? <laughs> um, it's just one that I thought was really good. The go-to answer everybody says is Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, fair. And I think that's probably fair. And there's, there's so many classic performances. I'll give you an obscure one here. Yeah. Because like, you could say like, oh my god, like. Robert Downey Jr. in Endgame. Like, yeah, you could yeah, say yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing that came to my head was Sebastian Stan and I, Tonya. Okay. Because I don't think he got appreciation for it when he should have because that was Margot Robbie and she got nominated for, like, I think it was, I think it was Oscars. If it wasn't Oscars, it was, like, one of, like, ba- I'm not BAFTA, that's TV. Yeah. What's the other one? Emmys? Yeah, it's TV. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. She got nominated for a bunch of stuff. I'm sure it was Oscars. And, like, he didn't get the appreciation for it but I think that's his probably his best acting performance because I think see when you know like an actor like quite right. well like so I know his like actual like you know interviews and like him and I know him everyday <laughs> life as well as like in like everything he's ever seen uh, everything he's ever been in not everything he's ever seen um I think when you know it's so different than like his personality like it's so far yeah. from Sebastian Stan and it's so so like intense like it was they had to like stop filming scenes 
and like he he would like kept apologising to like Margot Robbie and all that. They filmed it in a tent. It's so intense. It's intense. <laughs> Not in a tent. Um, it's one of my favourite jokes. Probably for me, the most recent one I can think of is Florence Pugh and Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> Good show, yeah. I think she was amazing in that, and I do think it's so overshadowed by the fact that it's Harry Styles as and the, all the drama. character yeah. and the drama from it and this and that. I don't think he was bad in it. I know a lot of people have a lot of things to say about him as an actor, and that's fine, whatever. But she was phenomenal. She honestly, masterpiece. Have you seen Midsummer? No, but I want to. I think she's better than that. Really? I, I think, I think still she's such a good actress. To this day. I think she's maybe the best actress right now. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. And I, I think her best performance I've seen is, is uh, Midsummer. I just googled greatest acting performances because we're obviously missing classic ones here. Mm-hmm. Number one is Marlon Brando in The Godfather. So, I mean, it's fair, it's fair enough. Like, it goes back to what I was saying. Is like I don't really know anything about Marlon Brando right, other okay. than I've seen him in Streetcar Named Desire and The Godfather. So, like, yeah. sure. But, like, Absolutely. it doesn't, like... I don't go, oh, he was good in this, but not very good in this. Like, okay. Number two, Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man, Al Pacino in Godfather Part 2. Then there's loads of other classic ones here. Heath Ledger's Dark Knight is number nine. And then Meryl Streep in Sophie's Choice, which I've actually never seen. Um, there's a shout-out to Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood. He's good in that. And then we have Jack Nicholson in The Shining, mm-hmm. right? Now, that is absolutely fair. That's a great performance. However, a bit like Heath Ledger, he went absolutely mental and, like... Totally too far. became the like, and he's he's scaring the cast members, and you know what yeah. I mean. I'm like, yeah. it, what are you doing? I don't, I don't need that. It's not really the same thing, but Evan Peters used to do that in American Horror Story, like or or Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm pretty sure he took Evan time, Peters, like it was pretty good out of American Horror Story because it was like he was getting too into like the method acting of it. Like yeah. Robert Pattinson does that as well, but he's never done anything quite that well. <laughs> I mean, I've not seen everything he's been in, but Robert Pattinson slightly unhinged as he goes anyway. Um, but yeah, like he is quite a like method actor. Like he would just talk in the accent for like days and stuff like that, and like yeah. all that kind of thing. So loads of good shoots on this list here, by the way. Christian Bale in American Psycho, Johnny Depp and Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> oh, I wasn't yeah. that impressed with American Psycho. Like it I'm was good. Years, man. It was good. I just watched it last, like kind of like Halloween time. I think it was good, but I was like. It's maybe because I watch so much like true crime stuff and like American Horror Story and Bates Motel and all that, but I was yeah. like, okay, like, and <laughs> yeah, like, sure, okay, but yeah. Anyway, again, another, another question we could dwell on for ages. What question are we on? Ten? That one. Oh no, nine. Day nine is your favourite British movie. Yeah, this is pretty hard too because I was thinking about this earlier on. I mean, obviously, if it's made by the BBC, then it's a bit a, a British <laughs> film. But it's like, do you like? If, if there's British actors in it, you know, and it's set in London, is that a British film? Yeah. Or yeah. is it just because it's got a British director? I would class it as if it's set in somewhere in Britain. Okay, even though if it was made in Hollywood, even though... Yeah. That's if fair. it's set in Britain, that's British um, film. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm honest. I think the first thing came to mind was something like Shaun of the Dead or... Um, yeah, there's, 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 I mean, sure, there's loads out there, but none. I just I prefer American movies. Can I give you two obscure yeah, answers yeah. again? I mean, one's not that obscure. After Sun is a After good Sun shout. After Sun is good, yeah. Um, with Paul Mesco. Um, wasn't like... I don't think I was obsessed with it as a lot of people were, mm-hmm. but I do think he was very, very good in that, so maybe that we could go with acting performance as well. But Paul Mesco absolutely made that film. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to, I think, end up being... Big and star. a lot of stuff and yeah, like yeah. get the recognition he deserves because he really does 
but the other thing that came to my head was a film called Benjamin, right? Mm-hmm. As in, because this is just favourite, it's not about acting for me, it's about favourite British film. So a film called Benjamin with Colin Morgan in it. And it was, I've never heard of this. It was one of these films that I was like always kind of knew of because I do that thing like, so I watched, I was in Sebastian Stamazin, I was going to do it with Robert Pattinson and then like Colin Morgan, I was like, oh, I could do it for him because he doesn't have as many. So I was like, that'd be easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like always kind of knew of it in the back of my head and I put off watching it and I watched it and I was like, why <laughs> did I not watch this sooner? Like, it was so good. It's okay. so good. Okay. I good loved shoot. it. And that's very British. So. Um, sorry, go on. I was going to say Bridget Jones's Diary. Yeah. All day. And then like old like Hugh Grant films. Like I was Notting literally Hill thinking Notting like Hill, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Love actually. That's, no, that's in America. Pretty Woman. That's so sad. It's because she's British, I thought of it. I guess Love Actually, yeah, Pretty Women, I've not seen Pretty Women, but um, Love Actually is set both in Britain and the States, isn't it? Like, yeah, but I guess yeah. it is a British film, Love Actually. I think Love Actually is a very British film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just with like the kind of humour in it, I think it's British, like kind of tailored. And I know we're Scottish and none of us mentioned Trainspotting, but there you go. I haven't seen Trainspotting. I haven't seen it either. I managed I, I to do. avoid it in drama. Yeah. Trainspotting is a good film, but it's not really particularly... I feel like we shouldn't be saying that on a podcast. I've not seen Trainspotting. <laughs> I've not seen Pretty Women. I've not seen that. Like, sorry. It's a movie podcast. Sorry about that. Uh, and any, any of the Monty mm. Python films, I've not actually seen all of them, so I can't even judge them all. But let's go for the next one. Oh, no, that one. Day 10, the movie that scared you the most? Films have scared me because they've been so bad. <laughs> and I've been why why am I watching this? Uh, but genuinely, I I don't I've not really been that freaked. I don't like horror films a lot because I don't I don't oh. I don't stick to them because I don't like being scared. I think why would you put yourself through that? I understand it's like the tense and the thrill and all that stuff. But I will say I was pretty freaked by The Shining. I was pretty freaked by The Shining. I think I'm going to try watch that this year, so I'll get back to you on but that. But I one. just feel like now though you're going to watch it, you're going to be like Chris, it wasn't scary at all. No, it's not that. It's like I've always wanted to watch it, and I do think it will be creepy. I'm not good with jump scares. It's not really jump scary. You it's know, like, it's like the, the the haunted hotel when like the empty corridors. I know all about that. the Stanley Hotel you know in mean? Colorado. Actually, that's the kind of scary part. Um, I keep thinking of really random and bizarre answers. Like, like some that. of these things that are going to come out my mouth, these are like what? Do you know what film really really scared me? Actually, I have two answers. One, right, this is not known as a good film at all. When I was younger, I used to be so scared of Jaws 4, <laughs> which is like the worst Jaws film, apparently. But when I was little... Jaws the Revenge. It scared me so much. And do you know why? I think it was the trauma from Florida. Quick mm. synopsis, we went on the Jaws ride in Florida. I was about seven or something. And then I, we, the next day we swam with dolphins. I sat on the side where the shark jumped out <laughs> and it like went on fire and all that and it was in a dark tunnel and it, I've been traumatised ever since. So maybe that had something to do with that. But the one that was obscure was, um, what was it called? Crawl? The one with the alligator? Oh, crawl, yeah, yeah. I did not like that really scared me. Like the Meg didn't scare me. I was like, that's just stupid. It's too big. It's mental. Like it's pure dramatic. Backtrack a little bit here. Why just Jaws 4? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Jaws 4 but scared did me. did it come out? When did it come out? Oh, 1980-something. All right, never mind then. Because I was going to say, maybe I had just watched it and we won't, went on this ride or something. Jaws 4, it scares me because it's almost like, it's like, it's so... <sighs> Jaws is my favourite movie. And even still to this day, it happened to me last night when I see a picture of one of the scenes of Jaws on Google, I still get a bit scared. Not mm-hmm. because it's like, oh no, it's Jaws. Just the whole situation is terrifying, right? Um, Jaws 4 bothers me because they've not made any effort... To make it seem as if it's actually in an open bed of water that they're filming in, it's mm-hmm. clearly in a wee pool that they've you know rented for the film because the pool water is a different colour than the sea. Yeah. 
It made no effort yeah. to, so that bothered me. It gets me angry. But also Michael Caine's in it, so I like it a lot. I don't watch scary films. The only scary yeah. film I've ever watched, or scary horror, was called Hush, and it came out in 2016. Hush was a good film. It was a good film, actually. I remember I was watching it at a friend's house, and I was like, I don't watch horror films, and she was like, just watch oh, it. Oh, I thought Hush was really good. And it was weird, because no one speaks in it, because she's she's, she's deaf, deaf, right? And like some guys like try to like, kill her, and oh, it's like... similar to like, Bird Box? I've not seen I've Bird not Box. I've not seen it, but that's the same idea, is it not? Or she blindfolded? But she's blindfolded. Is that right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry. But it's like the, it's a wee the bit different. lack of hearing version of Don't Breathe. Yeah. Don't breathe. Yeah. And it was just it was just more like creepy. It wasn't really yeah. jump scary because yeah, you I could see everything good. that's going on, but you more just what you were like shouting at her, you were like, He's right, like he's he's right there, yeah, like yeah. turn around, like you can like you can see him and she can't and hear is him. She's not it's like so weird. sitting typing on her on her laptop ever, and uh-huh. it's like he pops up in like the patio doors behind him or whatever. Yeah, like, he's got like a pretty, mask on, he's like trying to kill her, and it's oh, it's, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Get Out was a pretty scary film. And so was Us actually. Those Jordan Peele films. I never wanted to watch them because I thought I was going to be absolutely terrified of them, right? And I still don't know if I could watch Us from jo- Us I, all I've seen scary. is the trailer. I've seen Get Out now. We watched it not too long ago. It like was scary, but like a and type a d- of scary film I could handle. It was yeah, like a, yeah, thriller yeah. a thriller rather than a horror. Like it freaked me out, but I think me being able to watch like true crime and stuff, like I, that's the kind of base that I can handle. Yeah. Whereas like us, just the bit. Do you know what bit is terrifying? And get out when this guy starts running at her on the like. Pit, uh, it's a gardener, and he just bolts at her and runs past no, her. Him, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that oh. bit is so scary. It's 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 more the idea of get out. Like there's a bit where like the whole th- it's a spoilers for get out, but it's like the whole event that they're having is put on just to kind of get Daniel Kaluuya's character. So the two like jo- uh, Daniel Kaluuya and his partner Rose go upstairs, and then like the whole conversation downstairs stops, and they all stop and they all turn and look. Oh yeah. And it's just wee things like that. It's like not even a horror, but it's just it's actually quite a scary moment. Mm-hmm. Right, anyway, we need to move on. We're going to have a long, many answers for this next question. Okay. So let's try. Do you, you were, you hmm. read this one? Me? Okay, Day 11 is the movie with the best soundtrack. Oh, yeah, man. We're going to have to try and... Are you talking, are we talking Joni? like score? Like uh, the music written? Give us both. Or you went, so score, Star Wars is my favourite. Um, and Back to the Future and Jaws. Marvel. Are throwing my three favorite scores. Marvel's obviously good, but there's just so many in Marvel. It's like Guardians of the think? Galaxy. But then, ga- but that's different because that's like songs they've bought. Right, okay, you bought, see what okay. I mean? Like you mean like the like okay, the tune, like, like they've written the Star Wars music. I don't really like Harry look in Harry Potter. Harry Potter of course. I don't really look into soundtracks too much until we went to that Harry Potter th- like yeah. orchestra thing when it made you sit and listen to it and it was so good. Good show. Thank you, Iona. Um, <laughs> but I don't really. Otherwise, for me, it would be like The Great Showman. Like Lemonade yeah. Mouth. Yeah. Lemonade, Lemonade Mouth. Mouth. Yeah. All the Disney ones. Like Camp Rock. I yeah, see yeah, musical yeah. stuff like that would be, that's what gets me. Or mu- musicals like Hairspray or Hair- whatever. Yeah. 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 I was thinking. Mamma Mia. Like, both of them, like one and two. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say Great Showman. That was what I was thinking about as well. Baby Driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, hang on. I have a playlist, just quickly, called Songs Sung. And it's like songs from films and uh, like TV shows that have been in them. So, oh, great, uh, great one actually is Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, yeah. Great soundtrack. And also, wait, no one's mentioned Barbie. And I'm bed like a Barbie. <laughs> what was the other one that came in my head there? Oh, um, Tangled and Encanto. 
Well, these are like Disney films that have like a Moana and stuff that have like original songs. Kind of like, no, the not Lion musicals, King. but they are. Hello. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Gonna Tick, Tick, Boom. I was like, well, so seeing Elemental today and artists that I like called, I think Lav, it's like L-A-U-V, he wrote a song for that, that was in that, that was good. I remember being like, oh, in the cinema, could we like know Lav? Like, yeah. not personally. You love Lav? But shout out Ari, that's his name, his real name. Also shout out to the Home Alone music too. Oh yeah, yeah. Day twelve, the movie that changed you the most. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. First thing comes to your head. High school musical. <laughs> um and I'll tell you why. Um it was the first time that I thought um oh, not that I the first time I just always liked performing and I felt as if I couldn't. Um I liked playing sports and I liked wrestling and I liked basketball and stuff like that. Aww. And then you know, it's but it's it's like that's the message, that's the whole point of the film, isn't it? Yeah. Troy that's, does it. That's so nice, yeah. It makes all the young boys do it and it totally was the reason yeah, I became Do you not feel like drama and stuff wasn't like wasn't cool. cool for yeah, boys yeah, yeah. especially? Like tr- the fact of like Zach Efron being like an attractive young, like cool guy, guy that like everyone like loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like he was cool enough to do it. Like I yeah. think that was it's just, I'm telling you that film will never get the recognition that it deserves because of the the it's what it, because it's Disney and it's cheesy and it's all the time and all that stuff and it's the songs and that but I'm telling you man it, it done a lot of stuff for a lot of people yeah. I don't know what movie you, I mean Barbie <laughs> That's fair. That's like full answer. stop That's I think I think the number one would be Dead Poets Society because like Perks Been Awful has always been my favourite film and like it still always will be. But Deadpool Society was the first one that I watched after that that I was like, Oh my god, like a film can actually like take over my life more than Perks Been Awful. Like, you just like can't stop thinking about it and like, like it yeah. literally like I couldn't believe how much I loved this film and how much it was like made for me. Like it's like my film. Like I was just I didn't expect it to be so like impactful. Yeah. You know? So moving. So maybe that one. Okay. Okay, um, the fact this has landed on me is actually kind of beautiful. Day 13 is the best book-to-movie adaption. Uh, I can't really speak to this as much. I don't know as many. Philosopher's Stone's pretty good. Hey, you've, seen, <laughs> you've read all of Harry Potter and I haven't. Um, yeah, tell us, what do you think? As the reader in the room. I'm trying know, not to. She has now. Keris has just read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is getting oh adapted yeah, that's, that's to. Been a big, uh, book this year. It's getting adapted, so you'll get to experience that with me because I've not even oh. read it yet. Um, Jaws again. Yeah. I think. I'm just going to keep it quick because there's too many and I yeah. will be here all night if I try and overthink this. But genuinely, uh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower is one of the most accurate because you've got to think about Perks of Being a Wallflower is written solely in letters, it's not written in right. like prose. It's every single, it's not even really chapters, it just starts like, dear reader, every single thing. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. Um, And the fact that it's so true to the book is like, in that sense, like you could have kind of ran with that and done yeah. anything, but they didn't. So probably that, I would say, but that's also slightly biased because it's my favourite film, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, where are we where at? We at? 14. A movie you love that everyone hates. Uh, again it's like it's subjective because not I can't I don't think everybody hates one film there's always someone that likes it or whatever yeah. you know what I mean it's so hard to decide I'll just go with ones that I like that not as many people like 
mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is one for me. Okay. I proper love the film, and it's just it was released at the wrong time. People didn't want to see it. They didn't want another superhero. I agree. Yeah. They just wanted Endgame, and they got Brie Larson instead. But it's I such a good film. I would say that's probably the same with Black Widow. I know mm-hmm. so many people that have told me they've never watched that, even though they've watched all of Marvel. Yeah. And I think because it came out after, yeah. everything happened. So like, yeah. no one watched. So people like, what's the point or whatever? But it's actually yeah, such but a good it was film. such a good film. Yeah. Um, I also love The Last Jedi. Um, yeah. It was Star Wars Episode Eight, and it's uh, people are finally coming around now. And people have stopped kidding on and being like, "Oh, I don't like new Star Wars," and like actually being like, "This it's is so actually annoying. artistically brilliant and stuff uh-huh. like that." You know what I mean? People are finally coming around, but at the time. It was actually Star Wars fans, wrestling fans, and Rangers fans. Honestly, <laughs> the worst and best fan bases. You know what I mean? And I should be—I'm a proud member of all three. But uh, I st- just when that film came out, you know what I mean? It was like I, I was just absolutely buzzed that we had new Star Wars. You know what I mean? I didn't I think about it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then you look back at it. I'm sitting watching it, going, "I can't believe anybody didn't like this." Yeah. Or no. anybody, you know, it's just it blows my mind. But people have got arguments. I feel kind of similar about Rise of Skywalker. I was about um, to say Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as people think. I mean, when I first saw it in the cinema, I literally remember. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. Um, like when you know how the whole thing of like Kylo and Rey and they're like saving each other, and then like she's like holding them or whatever and then I was like don't kiss don't kiss don't kiss don't kiss because I was like this is so there's no need like don't do it like you're giving him a redemption Finn no right but I was like don't like you've given him a redemption you don't need to make this a romance but then I watched it again like quite recently I rewatched Star Wars and I was like wait why did I kind of love them like I know that was a bit unhinged but I did I think um, people didn't like that because again it probably was unnecessary right I just I think Star Wars has always been about um, like the kind of relationship between people, but not in like a romantic way. Yeah, like, lo- it's like a found family show. So wholesome. Film, I mean, you know, they're brother and sister, and they're helping each other well, out and stuff like that. Other than that one moment, um, <laughs> we don't talk about that. But yeah, so like, I don't know. I would. I think a we. I always said this at the time. A we head touch head together. We moment foreheads. would have been so. That's cute, a Marvel thing. You know, but they kissed instead. But the build up but to that's, it the whole film. That's what I think I didn't appreciate the first time. I was like, why are they doing this? There was no need. See, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh my God. I was like waiting for it. I was like, oh. Yeah. But I have another really good one for a film that everybody hates that I love. Just quickly. Uh, Mortal Instruments, Set of Bones with Jamie Campbell Bower. <laughs> and what's I've her never name? seen it. What's her name? Lily Collins. Lily Collins. That's it. Oh my god, everybody hates this film. Like, so much so that it got, like, cancelled. Like, the films, as in, like, they never made anymore. <laughs> and then they, years later, tried to make a show called Shadowhunters to, like, make up for it. And, like, I'm refusing to watch it because Jace Wayland is Jamie Campbell Bower in my head. And then I think also in the same vein as Percy Jackson films that got absolutely okay. trashed. But do I remember them? Not that well. But I remember loving them. And I love Logan Lerman, so I'll take okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, hang on, the phone's went off. Um, Day 15's the funniest movie you've ever saw. Again, pretty hard, but I always say my favourite comedy is Airplane from yeah. 1980. I'd say. Just my type of comedy. I'd say Elf and Home Alone. Yeah. And do you know what? The Johnny English one we saw in the cinema, don't know if I'd still find that the funniest film I've ever watched, but I remember there was one scene in it that I was like, sobbing because I was laughing yeah. so much in the middle of the cinema so I mean there you go The Naked Gun too, also a good one mm-hmm. but it comes from the same people as Airplane 
I was gonna say Elf or like um, Grown Ups. Yeah, yeah. Another I, film that I quite liked. Everybody hates. I used to say that was my favorite film. See, before I like when I was like younger and yeah. I didn't really have a favorite film that wasn't like Harry Potter or The Hunger Games. Like if it was like another answer, it was Grown Ups. Mm-hmm. Underrated, I think. This one. Yeah. So sixteen is your favorite shot from a movie. It's so hard. Um, but I'm going to I just I feel like we've talked about Star Wars so much but um, a lot of the shots in The Force Awakens I really like because I saw it at the cinema and it was the first Star Wars film that I could remember seeing at the cinema I saw Revenge of the Sith in 2005 but I was mm-hmm. so young um, and I can't I, I try to explain this to people about like my love for The Force Awakens and I don't think it's the best Star Wars film and it's all this stuff right but you have to understand where I was in life at this time um, yeah. <laughs> I just started drama college right four months previously right and i was mm-hmm. just someone who loved star wars and stuff growing up in that but uh, around this time between 2015 and i'd say probably 2017 2018 i was like so into film as much more than i am now and i was watching stuff almost every night and stuff like that and i was learning about it and i was getting quite kind of like i don't know i don't know trying to be all posh and be like oh i really like the acting performance here and the lighting <laughs> was beautiful here and all that stuff but having that kind of mindset going into a star wars film that i actually had great acting and good yeah. special effects and good stuff. It totally, I was like, oh my God, Star Wars with great acting, you know? I was yeah. like, oh, who is this Adam Driver man? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Things like that. So just where I was in life, I was just like... That was I, me when I saw the film too. <laughs> right. So I'd probably say like when we first... Uh, Oscar Isaac, because he's my man. When we first meet Ray and she's like sca- scavenging for stuff and she's like sliding down the desert and she's like all these kind of long shots of her and the sun and all that like yeah i was like artistically this is great and yeah you know what i mean because i was at that period in my life whereas if i saw it now i'd probably just be like that's so cool but yeah i was trying to be artistic at the time again to bring up marvel for me it's probably the shot and i'm gonna say it's i want to say it's endgame with all the women yeah 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 endgame yeah, yeah that's endgame yeah yeah Yes, and they'll come through at the end. Sadly, Natasha Romanoff is not there. So that's Endgame. Yeah, she's not there. And all the women are there. And it's like the big shot of them all coming in. And then same with the shot of um, Sam coming in to Captain America on your left. I'm so proud that she's like mentioning Marvel films as like her favourite answers. But those both of answers that we've given are both like CGI filmed. We don't have any real like filmed shots. I'm not going to help matters here. (laughs) I told Chris this at the dinner table the other night. I don't even know if you remember me saying this, but... Um, I th- genuinely think the scene entangled, where oh, yeah, good see when they're in like the streets and they have like they dance at the castle and it's just like the music playing and she's like dancing like in the street party and he's like standing watching her and it goes from that scene into the lantern scene, and I just think that is like the greatest like two like it makes me want to sob every time I like watch it because I just think it's the prettiest, like. I don't know. It's actual. I don't know why it's so good. It just is. And it's like to me, it's like the ultimate, like most Disney shot mm-hmm. moment. You know. Anyway, right. We'll, we'll move on. Oh, not sorry. Oh, what one are we on? Uh, Day Seventeen's the movie. No, the, yeah, the movie with the greatest villain. Movie the greatest villain. Uh, so many to pick from. I'll go back to Inglorious Bastards with Christoph Waltz, just because it's like kind of in my head just now, and it's fresh off my screen. Uh, he's probably one of my favourite villains uh, I've ever seen in cinema, but obviously Darth Vader's a good one to go to. Um, but he's not really the villain. He's just a he's just a young boy. I feel like I was going to say like Batman with 
Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the Batman villains, right? But like, I'm, I know I'm, I know this is so controversial and so bad, but I don't really think the older Batmans like hold up for villains wise. I think like as films, whatever you can think we want, but I don't think like the Penguin from like the older. I don't really. I never got behind that, but Jack I'd Nicholson's say Joker's the new good. the new Riddler. Isn't he? He was still the Riddler, wasn't he? Who Paul was? Dano. Paul Dano, yeah. He was the Riddler, wasn't yeah, it? But he only popped up. No, was he, in the whole film? he was in the whole film. The oh, Joker is what didn't pop up. What oh, do right, you mean you I don't remember it? it? But the whole film is about him. I know. I anyway, him. But I was actually going to say Killian Murphy doing Scarecrow. Yeah, is that the right thing? I think it's an underrated version, Probably like because I think yeah. it gets overshadowed by like Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker's in that one. That's fair. But I think Killian Murphy's Scarecrow's he's really quite creepy. He's pretty creepy. So yeah. I would say that. Sorry for the Marvel answer again, right? But the best Marvel villain, I think, truly, is the High Ever. Ev- evolutionary from what film guardians of the galaxy 3 okay volume 3 he's the only i feel like true villain he has absolutely like there's no backstory as to like why he was hurt and his family and this and that like there's nothing he's just pure evil yeah and that's it and it's the best guardians film as well i think it is i truly believe that too Okay, day eighteen. Your favorite foreign language movie? Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's one that's been on my shelf for the longest time. It's called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's French, hmm. and I've been recommended it for maybe two years. And I've not watched it yet, so yeah. I've just got a feeling I'll probably love that one. Uh, I don't necessarily have a favorite one. I really like. There's a film called You Jimbo that we did on the podcast a few months ago, that was really good. Um, and also Seven Samurai is a good one as well. Oh, hmm. Jackie Chan films. I was going to say. Jackie Chan <laughs> films. Um, <laughs> Drunken Master is a good one for Jackie Chan films. And uh, Armour of God or Police Story. I don't know. There's plenty of good ones. I don't... The only... I've seen like three French films, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know if I would say they're like a favourite. But there's one called... Uh, Nuisa Mer. There's Le Professor, I think, was the other one. And we might be making up the name of that, by the way, because I actually don't know what it was called. <laughs> but it was about a teacher, and I have a feeling it was like called The Teacher, which is Le Professor. So there we go. And the other one, I can't remember exactly what it's called. I think it was uh, Nuia Brewer, which is Night and Fog. And that was actually quite a good film. Like, I was like, th- oh my God, I can't believe I need to watch this for class. I'm going yeah. to be so bored. And I was actually like, oh my god, why am I invested in this? Yeah. So maybe that, but like, is that... I don't know, because yeah. I do remember it about them, not really. But if we're going to have to give an answer, then probably that. Um, day 19, though, which you've talked about a lot. I, you already know I don't remember the answer to this question, but the first movie you saw at the cinema. Yeah, it's reminds me earlier on. Monsters, Inc. was mine. I have no idea, but uh, this wasn't the first time I saw at the cinema, but like a memorable thing for me is like seeing... The Avengers, we, we like to call Avengers Assemble so we don't get confused. Um, I remember seeing that in the cinema and I remember like pure like finding it really funny and like loving it and that's the first time I've ever seen a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. So that stands out because I don't remember the first film I saw in the cinema but I know I saw that so that's a good shout. That's fair. Just a random memory came in my Sorry kids, but a random memory that came in my head was we went, me and my mate Jamie, I think, uh, that I was pals with when I was really young. We went to see Garfield or Garfield 2 but for some reason his mum took us don't get me us, started about Garfield for some reason him. his mum took us at like 10 in the morning 
what the heck? Like took us so early, it's right? Too early for Garfield. We were <laughs> we were like the Never. only ones in the cinema, and like she fell asleep in the cinema. <laughs> it's maybe why I don't like lasagna. <laughs> I love Garfield so much. I do. Oh my god! Don't get me started with Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> my answer for that is I'm pretty sure I was told it was Elf but I don't remember Why did you Elf in the cinema? How much fun? It must have been Aww. fun but I was too young and then I think um, the other answer was the same as Chris Monsters Inc Good shout So day 20 is a great movie you'll never watch again <laughs> I don't Garfield. know <laughs> I don't I'm know joking. man nah. I'd Probably like a sad film that I thought was really oh. good that I probably won't watch again Five Feet Apart that was a really sad film. Close Rouse, yeah. Broke me. Same with like um oh what was the other one? Bridge to Terabyte. Bridge to I saw that in the cinema when I was really young. Here, can I just say, right, you know how that's like everybody's like slightly traumatised from Bridge to Terabithia? Yeah? I can't bring myself to watch it. They sh- were playing that in the staff room and work the other day and it was like <laughs> quarter to eleven in the morning and I was like, Why the heck is Bridge to Terabithia on the screen? <laughs> I literally, like, tr- I was like gobsmacked. Um, for this answer, I actually don't really know, but one that popped into my head there, which I don't know if I. Okay, I'm going to keep my opinions to myself on this, but I was thinking about Asteroid City. Okay. Because I'm not saying that like I'll never watch it again, but like I'm not. You're I remember no coming out of it being like I didn't dislike it. I'm not going to watch it ever again. Whereas like I would say films by Wes Anderson, but I would happily watch like Grand Budapest again. Yeah, like Moonrise Kingdom because I don't remember Moonrise well, Kingdom. Well, Grand Budapest is just more of a it's just a good time yeah. when you watch it. Former co-host of the Good Bit podcast, Aaron Docker, believes he may be done with Wes Anderson. He thinks he's doing the oh. same thing too oh. much. He's so asteroid saying it just did nothing for him. Fair enough. Okay, Do you know one movie I felt like that with and I actually went with you guys? Chris might not have been there actually. It was um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. A great film, don't get me wrong, but it was long. Yeah. And I don't think I would like if I was rewatching the Marvel films. It's not one that I would like immediately go back and rewatch. Yeah, I'd probably agree. I'd probably more likely to rewatch the first Avatar than I would the second oh. Avatar because it's so long. Yeah, but it's yeah, so same. Well made. First Avatar was good. You know, a kind of um, a controversial one for me was The Shape of Water. I was thinking about that film like five minutes ago because right. I thought that's going to pop up on this. So I don't really like the film, right? But it won Oscars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. People love it. It's got a really good message and stuff. It's really well made. The CGI is pretty good. It just wasn't for me. I didn't like it. Didn't click with it. Didn't think it was very good. Didn't like the story. Fair enough. But so I'm like, I watched it. I was like, I'm never going to watch that again. But I think it won like Best Picture. And I was like, Aye. that's an absolute farce. But anyway. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, Day 21 is a movie that makes you cry. Jesus. Oh my god, where do we start? Uh, I'm not a crier, guys. I am. I know you are. Me and Kate. Yeah, go for it. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I don't know any Marvel film. Can we not like, make a rule? No more Marvel or Star Wars answers. Okay, sorry. Um, five five feet apart, The Notebook, PS I Love You, <laughs> no. um, Titanic, but I don't cry that anymore because I've seen it so many times. I didn't from cry Titanic. I thought it was sad, but I knew it was going to happen. Oh my god. Um, Oh, there's just so many. Um, I cried at Barbie. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, I'm trying not to repeat myself. But honestly, probably Dead Poets Society and Fair Been a Wallflower. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't know what else to be honest. I mean, you can cry. There's different ways, isn't there? There's like crying because you're so emotional, like how great it is, and it's all oh. coming together like Endgame or like Star Wars thing. But like, or or cry because you're sad. Not trying to like go back a question, just really quickly. I'd like to say that a film that I maybe never watch again, but was really good, was Boyhood. Oh yeah, Boyhood. I watched it because I was like, maybe I'll like this, and I really like Ethan Hawke, so I was like, okay. And I just, it's Richard Linklater, isn't mm-hmm. it? So I was like, right, which follows in the next question. Um. But yeah, like I was like, I'll try it. Like I think I, I really like the concept. I was just a bit like, right, going to get on with it a wee bit. But like, I, I think the whole concept's so cool, yeah, it's more and like I can an appreciate. Isn't I can it? appreciate it's so well made. But I'm yeah. like not going to go on my way watch it. That's Sorry, I'll mean, uh, go back to that. But Spider Man No Way Home is pretty. Oh, Spider Man No Way Home. Pretty Even though we just said no more Marvel. I know. Um, and there was a film in 2016 called Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. right? Which was some amazing acting and stuff. Casey Affleck's so good in the film and that. Um, but it didn't necessarily make me cry. There's some really sad moments in the film. Just, it's just talking about death and monologues about death and stuff. And I remember being like in a big group going to see that film. There was like five of us, and I was looking around and I think everybody was in tears. Yeah. So that's one of those ones. Um, I just read one of the next questions, and it made me think of one for this question. Um, about time with Rachel McAdams and one of the guys from Ex Machina. Domino Gleason. Domino Gleason, him. Um, you, Chris, still hasn't seen About Time. No. I've and I'm seen. telling him he would love this film. It's mm. so good. And it, that always makes me cry. Rachel knows me and my types of films because she recommended Crazy Stupid Love. And I can oh. guarantee you now it's the, <laughs> it is the best rom com. Yeah. Me Before You. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Me Before You I is the like saddest a, film. Me Before You ever. and Marley and Me tend to be the two most There's common There's another one about here. the dog. I can't pronounce the name. I think it's it's like Hatchie or something oh, like that. Um, you don't think of Lassie? No, 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 I'm no. not. It's Hatchie. Um, it's something like that. I might not be pronouncing it right, but it's about the dog where the own spoilers, the owner dies, and it sits and waits at the train station for its owner every single day until the dog also dies. Oh and my it, god! Th- it's in Japan somewhere. It's a genuine, real story. Like there's a yeah, um, there's a statue for it now at the exact pond that you wow. used to wait at, and it's so sad. Well, let's move on before we all start green. Day twenty-two, <laughs> a movie by your favorite director. So I guess you quite need to pick your favorite director. Quite. I guess it would be Spielberg. First person that comes to mind. Favorite Spielberg film was Jaws, but I also like Richard Linklater. I love Boyhood and I love Before Sunrise and I love um, School of Rock. I was waiting. Well, you never said Wes Anderson last week. Anderson too. Yeah. I was waiting to get um, Richard Linklater in there to talk about Before Sunrise somewhere because mm-hmm. I just think it needs to be mentioned. But also, is he my favorite director? I don't know. Um, I guess Christopher Nolan could be in there. I would say Dunkirk. Don't know if he would say he's my favorite, but you know, Dunkirk I'd, technically could be listed as your favorite British film. I technically well, yeah. I feel like I don't know enough. Like, I don't have a favourite director. It's just films I've seen yeah. enough by these directors. Who did Truman Show? Was it Peter Weir? Peter Weir. Right. If we can say Peter Weir, then mm-hmm. there's Truman Show and he also did um, Dead Poets. So that's maybe a good shout for me. Never mentioned the Truman Show. No. I haven't mentioned Truman Show. I'm going to give this a no comment because I don't look at directors. I'm so bad at that kind that's of fair. stuff. I do apologise. Um, I can. I agree with like some of your answers, though. I feel like... Yeah. I also love Tarantino, but he's the go-to answer, so everyone yeah. says him. So, but my favorite Tarantino film would probably be Pulp Fiction. But um, was it me? Is it my turn? Day twenty-three is a movie with your favorite actress. 
I'll just get that straight off the back that you yous both know I really love Rachel McAdams for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't really know where that came from. I think it was because my old favourite film was The Vow. So maybe maybe that one, because I used to... I still love that film, like, so underrated. But, like, I feel like I've seen so much she's in. Like, she's in Doctor Strange, she's in About Time, she's in The Notebook. What else is she in? She's in loads of stuff. Mean Girls. Like, she's just... Yeah, I love show. everything she's in. Good Every show. time I watch it, I love it. So I feel like anything behind in it. Uh, Florence Pugh is probably my current favourite actress, but I also love Saoirse Ronan. Never seen her in it. Well, no, I have. I've seen Ladybug, but other than so, Bird, not Ladybug. So, f- favorite Sasha Ronan <laughs> film. Favorite Sasha Ronan film would be Ladybird. Uh, however, a recent film that she's in that is so good and so underrated is See How They Run. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No, I've heard of it. No. I totally recommend that. It's such a good time. Um, but favorite Sasha Ronan film would be Ladybird. You're right there. No. I I would say probably. I do love Florence Pugh and Don't Worry Darling was like an amazing film with her but I really like Zoe Saldana mm. and sorry to bring it up she has Gamora <laughs> and Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy and she's also um, the woman lead in Avatar but I can't remember the name what's her name? Any other day I would know it but you've just put me on the spot and I can't remember uh, or Natiri okay um, if that's how you say it I just I can't get over how this woman is in like to the top most like not pain films, grossing. but grossing films. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, stop acting, you've got enough money. No, I don't, I'm joking, <laughs> I love you, keep acting. I think a film, I think there's a film coming out and she's in it. I think, and yeah. I, I'm going to go see it because it'll be nice to see her in her human form <laughs> acting for once instead of being either green or blue. So, yeah. <laughs> right, go for it. Um, 24, your favourite animated movie? Favourite animated film is Moana. So valid. Yeah. I think mine's would be Tangled. Tangled's great too. Um, I also love Lion King. Um, I'm going to say Coco. I've never seen Coco. Oh my God. I really want to. So good. Is it animated that's not like... Zootropolis would be a good answer for that. Zootropolis is a great answer. I'm trying to think of something that's not Disney or Pixar. Like, you know, like... I mean, you've got your Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah, Studio Ghibli and DreamWorks, like Shrek and stuff like that. Garfield for you. Shrek. Is Garfield, Garfield count? I, I would say it's like so. The animated film, it's there is an animated action. film, but it's not that good, but mm. the Garfield, the live oh. action is better. What about Clone Wars? It would be my favourite. No, but like, does that count? Clone Wars, yeah. As an animated oh, film. Yeah, I was thinking about last night. I really want to watch that again. Uh, Day 25 is a movie you recommend the most. Uh, okay, good question. Um, I think I recommend The Truman Show an awful lot. Yeah. Have you seen that yet? Because I feel like it is a classic and I think a lot of people would have seen it at the time but I think a lot of people don't. It goes under the radar right now um, because it's so long ago. I love the Truman Show. It's kind of, they've tried to redo it loads of times and they've not quite got it right. Even yeah. don't even don't worry, darling, is a take on it the Truman 100%. Show. That's what I thought the whole time. Um, uh, I also think we we both kind of talk about Pleasantville quite a Pleasantville. lot. Which is such an underrated film. You would probably really like it. It's Hobby Maguire. Um, and Reese Witherspoon, like, Reese so Witherspoon, underrated. It's really good. Um, I feel like that's one of the ones that I'll like pluck out of nowhere when someone asks me about a film that somehow I always think of it even though I've only seen it once mm-hmm. um, I'd probably also say I recommend Crazy Stupid Love a lot because I think it's kind of a bit for everybody like if you don't like that film I kind of don't trust you <laughs> like it's funny it's emotional it's got great like actors in it like the lineup's amazing like I just think how can you not um, probably about time because 
I don't, again, why would you not like about time? It's so good. Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> Day 26. Movie with the greatest plot twist. Oh my God. Um, That's not what I can think about on the spot. Like, I feel like something will come to me like later on at like 3 a.m. and I'll be like, can't yeah, believe I didn't know, answer I was thinking about A Marvel this answer came to my head, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> what one? I want to know. What's the first film Loki's in? Um, Thor. Thor? It must be that one then. Oh, no, no, no. It's no. Dark World you're thinking of when he he dies and then he actually is like disguised as Odin in Rag or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's maybe not in Ragnarok, but it's like, I think it's maybe Dark World. You've just watched, no, it was Dad that watched Dark yeah. World. Just said I wouldn't talk about it, yeah, but we have to. Um, yeah, it's also we need to be careful we don't spoil too much here. I hate the fact that the biggest plot twist in cinema history is a meme, which is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, yeah, I yeah. am your father. I am your father. Um, yeah, but who doesn't know that? Exactly I mean, I, what I mean. get it. Can be. I That's get that. I mean. But also, it's can the same with like Leia. Leia's my sister. Well, uh, but I you're know, like, but duh. But that moment, but how would you be? If, no, imagine, but back then, but like imagine now. Imagine watching that in 1980 and being like, like imagine you're sitting there watching Empire Strikes Back, and he goes, "No, I am your father." I know. You would go, "What?" You know what I mean? Hashtag shook. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch A Simple Favour with yes. Anna Kendrick? And, um, a Simple like, Favour's a good show. Yeah, I know. I just looked up plot twist movies and it's the first one I knew. Um, that's such a good one because it's good. You, the whole time you're so unlike, you don't know what's going to happen the whole time until it just happens. Get Out's a good plot twist too. Hmm. If you've seen Get Out. I'd have not. Um, a film called Destroyer with Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. in it. Oh my God. This film... Does not get talked about even remotely enough. Like it is so good. It's Nicole Kidman, I think. I'm pretty sure she's another one that I like can't recognise her when she's on a film. Like I've, I, I don't couldn't. Know how. I would walk past her on the street she's and I would know who she is. She's so weird looking in that. But like it's fashion stand and it's I won't I won't go into what it is, but basically like how it starts and how it ends. You're like it kind of like loops back and then everything like the whole time I was watching, I was like, this isn't that good. Like what's going on? And at the end, I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh. Like it was like such like a moment. Hang on a minute. Best plot twist. Crazy Stupid Love. Well, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Of course. Have you seen Crazy Stupid Love? We're watching. That'd be good. You should totally watch it. Me, you, and Gravina. That are our next movie night. Um, there's that, and then The Prestige is a good plot twist. I would love to tell you, yeah. but I think I was too flabbergasted that Christian Bale was in this film. <laughs> Sh- Shutter Island is a good plot twist, and Seven is a good plot twist. There's loads of good ones, man. Oh, I remember not liking Seven and I really need to try and watch it again because I feel like I should love that film. Yeah, Seven's pretty good. Um, So day 27, we can do this quick because we've already probably mentioned all of them, is a movie with your favourite actor. We've already kind of yeah, touched based on all of them. Yeah, I really have a favourite actor. My favourite actor of all time would probably be Rowan Atkinson. So my favourite okay. film with him in it would be, I don't know. Bean. Yeah, the Bean movie, Johnny English. Bean. Things like that. Bean. Uh, But I also love, I love, uh, who else do I like? I like DiCaprio, obviously. I like Brad Pitt a lot. Um, yeah, there's so many actors. I don't actors know. I, like. I mean, obviously Sebastian Stan's my favourite actor, but I feel like there's got to be something a bit more obscure than that, like a bit more... I just like films. I'm not, I I don't sit and watch like Rachel or like an actor and like watch everything they're in. I don't do that. I've never done that. So probably someone I've seen in the most films would probably be like Meryl Streep. Like things yeah. like Mamma Mia, like... Uh, Devil Wears Prada, like mm-hmm. all that. I think. What? Ab- what about Andrew Garfield though? I feel like you've seen 
a decent amount with him in it, have you not? Oh. Spider-Man and what's that other film? The, <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. The, s- no, the, the Social, social Network. Media, social, social Network. Social no, Network. No, no, there's another one about like, and he's blonde in it. Oh, oh yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's recent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Um, he was so weird in that as well. Like he was, I can't remember the name of it, but he was just like an awful human being in it. And for like, I love him so much. I think he's a very good Spider-Man. The fact that like to watch him be like really awful was just like so weird. Here, Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's The Amazing Spider-Man films are a great answer for the ones that everybody hates. Yeah. Which really annoys me because everybody went on about how bad they were and how they're not anywhere near as good as Tobey Maguire's and whatever but then now that No Way Home came out everyone's changed their tune and I'm like we where was this energy when we were all trying to get a third one shout out Andrew Garfield I love you I will defend you (laughs) oh it's your next day 28 day 28 a good movie from a from a genre you don't like it's pretty hard. I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy with all genres. I don't love horror, um, but yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty of good horror films. Like The Shining's a really good film and all that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's loads of other good horror films. But yeah. Well, to go back on the answer from earlier, I'd probably say Hush because I don't yeah. like horror films, but I actually did think that was a good film. So. Yeah. Midsummer's a horror film too. That's pretty scary. I don't think I have an answer for this one. I don't really know any genre that I've seen that I don't like. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's something out there, but I've never probably watched it. What would be your favourite genre? Something like a rom-com or... I don't I'd probably say a thriller. Because, like, I feel like... Whatever the heck you would class, like... I guess Dark Academia, like, with, like... Dead Poets and... Like, all of those films, like... Sad films. No... But no, because I wrote, I'm someone that like, see when you pick up a book and the first line is like, Rachel lives with the terminal illness and she meets her soulmate whose mum just died. And right. you're like, why the heck can I not find a book where somebody doesn't die or somebody's got something? Things like that really annoy me, so no. But <laughs> I'd say like, I love anything that's found family, um, like books, TV shows, films. I think that's my favourite like trope. Okay. So... I guess that would be my favourite genre, okay. I guess. Or like action films with like Marvel and stuff. But again, that, that comes down to the film family because it's the characters I like, it's not necessarily yeah. the films. Um, but Day 29 is your favourite movie trilogy. I feel like the obvious answer is either Dark Knight or Before Sunrise trilogy for me. Um. Oh man, I don't know. Because I feel like a lot of my favourite trilogies go on to be more than trilogies. A yeah. film series that I haven't mentioned out of all of these is another one that... It's definitely not people dislike it. I think a lot of people do like it. I like it a lot more than others, and it is like in my top five favourite movies ever, and it's Rush Hour. I was going to say, I can't believe you have not mentioned Rush Hour It's just yet. not come up, but uh, I love the Rush Hour trilogy. Yeah. And I can't tell you, like, these are great films and stuff, because they're not. But they're so good. But they're so much fun. more than one, but just just three yeah just right. three oh. i know well you could i mean you could say like um i don't know you could say like the avengers trilogy right but then but that would be like avengers assemble that's age not. of ultron and then with the third one infinity war so then it goes to you know what i mean so there's, but then more there's than, Iron Man. i mean so there's so more like, than three that's what i'm just going to say is like yeah so the iron man trilogy the captain america trilogy thor yeah. well but thor is more than three now but yeah, I was good because I was going to say like the Hunger Games, but the Hunger Games is actually four films because it was split up into 
Part one and two. I was going to say Twilight, but then like that's more, more than three. I've learned that's five now. To watch yeah, that yeah. About to watch Twilight. Yeah. He's never seen them, and Iona's making him watch them. And I'm I'm going to rewatch them for the love of the podcast. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. Um, oh, it's your shop. Day thirty. Last question. That's the last one. Day thirty is your all-time favorite movie. We've come to this. We've mentioned the whole time. My favorite yep. movie. It changes all the time, um, between three or four. But um, I'd probably Jaws is my favorite film. Okay. Or um, Star Wars. I'd say currently probably Barbie just because it's out. But otherwise, I always go back to the ten things I hate about you. Yeah. Mm, I mean. I don't think I need to mention Deadpool Society and Perks Been All Flower again, but if you're gonna make me, then I'd probably I'd probably have to say Deadpool's now. But I can't just push Perks aside. I can't do it. Like it, they have to it. they have to rein up there together. Like I can't change it. I just can't. Okay, well we've done it. Thirty questions. Make sure you stay tuned to the Good Bit Twitter, the Good Bit X Jesus. at the Good Bit Pod. Uh, over the next 30 days or so we'll start it and um, we will I'll, I'll, I'll just be my answers unfortunately but I don't want to sl- like, I tried to do this before on Instagram and I didn't like the fact that I always like wrote a wee paragraph about it and it slowed me down I was like I can't be bothered writing this paragraph today I'm just going to post a wee gif or something all yeah. the moment you know um, I think it'd be fun to go through the questions but this was a nice wee preview to get my mind ticking for it so, I feel like there's just team. far too many films there is. isn't there like, far too many I mean, I guess it's a good thing that we can think of this many. Like, I feel like we did repeat ourselves, but also we yeah, pulled we some good answers out. I'm proud of us. Yeah. I'm proud of all three of us. I'm proud Me of you too. guys. Thank you for coming on and helping me out for this one. You're going, so welcome. Going solo this week. Hopefully we're back. Solo. Film people didn't really like that we liked. Solo. <laughs> Rogue One. I like Solo oh, too. I love that film. Chris isn't a big fan of Rogue One, are you? No, no, no. I am a fan. All Star Wars films I like. Um, I just don't understand why people rate Rogue One higher than some of the actual Star Wars films yeah, themselves. Okay. I'd sometimes go as far to say it could be my favourite, but I would need to rewatch them and reevaluate that. That's fair. It's it's a very well made film, very well acted, good story. My problem with it is, you ready for this? I'm I do I can't get behind the film where everybody just dies, and you know it's going to happen. Okay, fair enough. As opposed to all these great adventures and stuff. I get it, I get it. You kind of know what's going to happen because you've been told the kind of backstory in the first... Yeah, and you know okay. none of them are in the next film. So. Hey, I got a new appreciation for this film once I watched Andor, so maybe. I just maybe. thought it was like sort of like a very concluded ending. Like there was no more to think about. Like that was it. They got you know, the that's a great and like done. That's a good, that's a good yeah. way to think about it. Absolutely. Let's do this all over again with TV shows. I know it's okay. not your podcast. We can do it without the podcast. No, no, we'll do it with TV shows and the podcast. Absolutely. But I'm my time to shine. Yeah. I love a good TV show. We did Criminal Cur- Cur- Minds at the start. So. We did. We need some... We have some we good answers for Keris. this. Sure. <laughs> we'll bring Keris back to do that. <laughs> Popular demand. Everybody comment um, down below if you want Keris back. I just to be here tonight. I'm kind of always here, so... <laughs> She's sleeping on this chair tonight. She's not moving. She's not moving. <laughs> well, listen, uh, hopefully the whole point of this was just to test the new equipment, so hopefully it's sounding good. Imagine if it didn't record any audio. I'm doing this myself. Um, thank you very much for tuning in this week everybody thanks for helping me out gals you're welcome Uh, we'll see you all next week on the Good Bit Podcast take care of yourselves and we'll catch you all down the road